And we're 30 minutes away from tip-off game four of the NBA Finals. P.J. Glasser, Nick Ashew, live from the nation's capital. You can also watch us on Twitch, twitch.tv slash betql. YouTube, the Odyssey app. You miss anything in the first hour, get your podcast wherever you get your podcasts. Man, I'm it's like I'm at this point right now, though, where we've got all the TVs kind of set up. You know, you got the NBA Finals coming up soon, but there's like... There is a significant amount of baseball right now that is like we're now we're too early in the season, PJ, where you sit there and go, Oh man, these games are really meaningful. Mm. But there's something to be said for even this time of year, you find those certain points, moments, like, you know, Phillies Dodgers right now. I know the Phillies are a mess, but like the Phillies have these high expectations. They use this as a way to kind of catapult themselves back. Like I said about the Reds and Dodgers and what that maybe could do for the Reds beating the Dodgers. Then this you know, Rays Rangers right now. Dude, it's the Rays. The Rays may actually win the World Series this year. Oh yeah. I mean, it. We've seen that. Look, we've seen this team before have great regular seasons, but this they're dominant this year. They're they're unbelievable, and they don't lose at home ever. And it's annoying that the Orioles are in their division <laughs> because it's the best division of baseball. I mean, it might be the best division in professional sports. Just about to say you, that actually, you could argue. I mean, it's it's insane. The AL Central, the Twins lead that division. It's just the worst. And they are under 500. It's disgusting. And then the AL East has all teams over 500. It's it's crazy. You know, so. like they, they reseed in the Stanley Cup playoffs. They should just realign every year in baseball. <laughs> like, let's just even out all the divisions. Let's get some real competition going on here. It'd be nice. I would love it. Also, the Mets, man, after that series they had against the Braves, first time in uh, franchise history, that they had a lead in all three games of a series by three or more runs and lost all three games. And now they're going up against the Pirates right now, and they're losing 6-2. They're, they're, you know, you want to talk about a mess. They are a mess. It's not great. A lot I, of money spent. Yeah, Buck Showalter, is, uh, his seat's getting hotter and hotter every game. I, I don't have know a soft if he's going to last. As an Orioles oh, fan, I love though. Buck. Yeah. I love me some yeah. Buck. I would welcome him. Buck with open arms. <laughs> there you go. First one of the night, Bang! ladies and gentlemen. Uh, puns from PJ. Peach's puns. Peach's puns. Is that a segment on the show? No, but it should be. It's now a segment on the show. It You're welcome. Show. You're welcome. Like I'll give you it. one every single time. PJ's so puns. DeAndre Hopkins is apparently going to visit the Patriots next week. He said that he's not looking for one type of quarterback, one type of team, open to everything, which is fine, and that's what you say publicly. But at this point in his career, we're hearing that there's a Patriots visit, and that there's a Titans visit. Let's talk, PJ, about the quarterbacks of both of those teams. As a receiver, you kind of want a quarterback that can get you the football consistently, right? Because I've always said this about wide receivers. You can spend all the money in the world on them, but if you can't get them the football in the assembly line of success, offensive line, protect the quarterback, quarterback, get the football actually to that wide receiver, they're just overpaid decoys. You know, they're, they're a really nice, fancy sports car that you can't use in the snow. You need to be able to use get production out of them year-round. Yeah. Well, you're going to need, if you're DeAndre Hopkins, do you want Mac Jones or Ryan Tannehill throwing you the football? This, to me feels like it's more of a money grab money grab i'm gonna go look at every team i can and see who offers me the most and drive up the price and i'll be honest i don't hate it but i would look at him sideways if i go man at this point in your career you want to go play with mac jones or ryan Tannehill when there's gonna be better options out there for you i just just doesn't make sense the the titans one especially i mean d hop what are you doing bro like Maybe he just loves that division, right? I mean, he was in it for so many years with the Texans. Maybe he wants to stick it to his older team, uh, his former team. I The Browns are the team. And remember, we were talking about this. I thought yeah. Buffalo was going to be the landing spot. It still might be. 
Um, they have the third best odds right now at five to one. But man, just teaming up with Deshaun oh, Watson you're at better again. Better ones than me. I got him at three to one. Yeah, that's better. Take the five to Buffalo, one. Buffalo, yeah, five to one from what I'm seeing. Oh, what... sorry, no, no, no. You're, I thought you said Cleveland. Yeah, I thought you said Cleveland. You said Bill. Yeah, yeah. The Cleveland Browns are three to one to land him. The Bills are five to one. Correct. There we go. Correct. So Buffalo was originally the team I said, but I also said watch out for Cleveland when he first got released by Arizona. Cleveland like wasn't high on the teams that we thought he was going to go to. I think the last one offered was like New England at 12 to 1. Cleveland wasn't even on the board. Now they're 3 to 1. I mean, it just makes sense with like Watson. I believe his agent, um DeAndre Hopkins' agent lives in Ohio, so I don't know, man. With Amari Cooper there and now Elijah Moore coming over, the Browns are a running football team. Mm-hmm. It just it kind of makes sense for D-Hop to go there. We were also talking about the fact that DeAndre Hopkins, his whole football career has played in warm places. He went to Clemson, Mm -hmm. then he went to Houston, then he went to Arizona. So is he going to be a guy that when he wakes up in November and December wants to drive to practice in two feet of snow? And Buffalo is, if you don't like snow, don't go to Buffalo. Cleveland, same thing. (laughs) So you know what I mean? So, I mean, that would be the only reason maybe I can see him going to Tennessee is that that's the only warm-weather city team that would want him outside of Dallas. But maybe he looks at Dallas and he's like, CeeDee Lamb is there. They just got Brandon Cooks. Like, I don't want to be a number three. So maybe but he would doesn't... he be over Brandon Cooks? Yeah, maybe not. Brandon Cooks would be probably the three probably slot would. receiver. Yeah. You're lining up. And 100%. You've got yeah, D-hop you're on not one playing side Hopkins and, yeah. in the slot, so... Yeah, maybe he maybe he would be the two, and they move Cooks to the three. So maybe that would make sense. I don't hate Dallas's landing spot for Hopkins at all. I was I thinking think, that too. I think he'd be great because Ceedee Lamb. I mean, he can go up and win the fifty-fifty ball, but he's more so your home run hitter. He's more so the guy running posts across the middle of the field, running out routes. Cooks is kind of the guy who you give it to in space, and he can make a big play. And then Hopkins is your fifty-fifty, your third down, your goal line. Your red zone. I mean, he's your big body guy. So I, Hopkins to Dallas, I think, makes a lot of sense. What too. about him in Baltimore with your Ravens? Well, they just signed Laquan Treadwell to a one year deal, which I didn't really understand. So I, I don't think they can easily go. cut somebody like that in camp, though. They could, but it's nine to one, nine to one for him to be a Baltimore Raven. Yeah, once they signed Treadwell, that told me that I don't think. I think they're happy with what they have. Yeah. I, I think they're going to roll with Bateman, Zay Flowers, and OBJ. And hope that the three of those guys can stay relatively healthy with Andrews and Dobbins and Gus Edwards in the backfield. And that that can be your offense. But, look, I would love Hopkins. The Ravens receivers always get hurt. They just always do. And they can never have enough of them. So I'd love to see him there. But I, I don't think it's going to happen. Yeah, I, and listen, I, I we talked about it yesterday. I give the Ravens credit. They've, they've done what they need to do this offseason in terms of addressing needs while also paying their quarterback finally. But they went and got receivers for a change. Now, here's a team that's a long shot for DeAndre Hopkins. The L.A. Chargers, 25-1. to (laughs) Justin Herbert throwing him that football. Yeah. Ooh, yeah. And that's that's a team that's also... want to throw it. Well, and their receivers are also always hurt, right? Between Mike Williams, he's Mr. Day-to-Day. He is the Anthony Davis of the NFL. You know what he is? He really is. He is always, like, the questionable guy. He's always, if he's on your fantasy team... 
you're checking at 1237. Been there before, PJ. To see if he's in or out of the lineup. He's always (laughs) that guy. And then Keenan Allen has been a durable dude for most of his career, but I feel like the last couple he's kind of been... It catches up eventually. It just just does. does. And then they just got Quentin Johnson in the draft. So it's like, do you want to bring in another receiver? And look, it's DeAndre Hopkins. So if he wants to come there, you're certainly not going to say no. But I don't know, man. It just... It feels like that the Chargers, I mean, sure, like Herbert, getting him another weapon, why not? I I just, I can't see it. If we take the weather out of it, Cleveland, I'm with you, makes a ton of sense. Buffalo certainly does, too, if he's willing to play in lake effect snow. There's also the Chiefs. The Chiefs are 6-1. to I mean, his role would be probably smaller because they're going to spread the football around. But at this point, DeAndre Hopkins' career, he's not going anywhere to be a number one. No. I I mean, I'm trying... May, I guess maybe New England he could be a number one because it's not like, I mean, maybe over Juju Smith-Schuster. Like, it's not, there, there's just not a situation here now where you're looking at DeAndre Hopkins as, like, he's going to be a good receiver for you, mm-hmm. but he's not going to be a, oh, my God, this changes the landscape. If DeAndre Hopkins goes anywhere, like it's not, I'm, I'm not going to go and uh, take the over on that team's win total, whoever it is, and say, well, because you got D-Hop, that's, that's two or three more wins. It's just not going to work that way anymore. Right. I I just wonder, you know, if Hopkins goes to the Chiefs, I can't think of, like, a ton of specific examples off the top of my head. It feels like guys, though, who are like Hopkins, who are future Hall of Famers, who have a little bit left in the tank, whenever they kind of go ring-chasing in their career, mm-hmm. it just doesn't feel like it really works out for you a lot. Like, if you're a defensive player, and, you know, like when Terrell Suggs went to the Chiefs to help them out, like, certain kinds of things... But I feel like it's skill positions. Like, it doesn't tend to work out all too much. So, I don't know. Maybe it does. I mean, you got Mahomes there. But I, I don't think he's going to the Chiefs. I don't. It just it feels more and more like, yeah. So, there were actually reports, I think, last week that Cleveland was going to end up being the place that he went anyway because of the Deshaun Watson mm-hmm. connection there, too. So, I think that makes the most sense. You're That's right. I think at, he goes. Yeah, you're looking yeah. at 3-1 to one there. Probably where he ends up. It's crazy to think, too. Like, think of some of the names that are on the free agent market right now. It's not just DeAndre Hopkins, but there's a ton of running backs. In Dalvin Cook, who's not, he's 28 years old. Zeke's under 30. Mm-hmm. Uh, Kareem Hunt's out there. Leonard Fournette. Now, none of those guys you look at now and say they're going to install him as a, you know, number one every down back for you, get you 25, 30 carries a game. That's not even how the NFL really works that much anymore. But even Saquon Barkley, Josh Jacobs haven't even signed their franchise tag tenders. We're seeing more and more just the devaluing of running backs after their first three years in the NFL. That's really what it is. Bijan Robinson, Jameer Gibbs are going to come into the NFL and be maybe the two best running backs in the NFL for the next couple of seasons, and just like Zeke, fall off a cliff. It just keeps happening now. It's it's true. It's true. Remember in fantasy football when running backs would be like the first fifteen selections. They'd be, it'd be like running back, running back, running back. Right, that's all you would take in the first Everything. round is running I mean, backs. Reggie Bush was going to be the number one overall pick, and it's it was a no brainer according to everybody then at that point except Charlie Casterly, who was right by the way. <laughs> yeah, he, he was. was right. He was. I. It, it is. It is. You know. It also depends on the team too. Like there are very few teams in the NFL now as well that are run first teams, right? Like yep. the Ravens come to mind. The Browns come to mind. Falcons. The Falcons. The Titans. The mm-hmm. Eagles. Like there are a few teams, but even like the Eagles can throw it all That's over just the say, I don't even know? know. I feel like the Eagles are kind of like they like half. They get half credit. Well, for they're it. definitely a running team, yeah. but obviously they have so many weapons throwing right. the football. But then you have head coaches like Sean McVay and Kyle Shanahan who want to run the football like that sets up their offense 
but you don't think of them as running teams mm-hmm. because when their offenses are right, they're explosive, high octane. Yep. They can throw the ball. So yeah, I mean, I mean, look at these names, Nick. Like Cook, Elliott, and Fournette. I mean, those guys were maybe all three of them were the top five running backs in football four or five yeah. years ago. So. It's uh, it's crazy. I man. mean, if you look at just Dalvin Cook alone and what he's done, and sometimes I feel like he didn't. Well, he didn't get enough credit because one, he did battle injuries, mm-hmm. but also he's playing in Minnesota. He wasn't getting enough attention. I think as most people just clown that team because Kirk Cousins was the quarterback, and he's always a lightning rod for people. But I mean, if you go and look, Dalvin Cook averaged 110 yards from scrimmage per game over the last four seasons. The only guy ahead of him was Derrick Henry. Wow, think about that. I mean, it's just crazy. And scrimmage yards per game going all, yeah. Derrick Henry, 125. Dalvin Cook, 110. Jonathan Taylor, 108. Nick Chubb, 104. Nick Chubb. I mean, and you know, another guy that's now going to have more, a lot more opportunity in, in Cleveland or they're not going to have, like, it's just, it's a short window now for these guys. It really is. Like, if my kids were growing up wanting to play football, I'd say, don't play running back. Don't play. Don't play running back. Be a defensive uh, Be a defensive end. Be a quarterback. Be a, receiver, be a defensive end. Be, hey, be a kicker. Lineman. Be a yeah. kicker. You don't take hits, make millions, and play for 20 years if you're good. If you're good, I know. That's but, the thing. But the mental pressure that comes with being a kicker. Oh, I know. I couldn't I know. do it. I couldn't do it. Six seasons with the Vikings. Four Pro Bowls, 7,787 yards, and 52 touchdowns for Dalvin Cook. How about Vikings fans, man? You go from Adrian Peterson to Dalvin Cook. It's not bad, huh? That's pretty good. It's like Packers fans going from Brett Favre as a quarterback. Let's forget everything else about him now. Uh, And Aaron Rodgers. Two Hall of Fame quarterbacks right there. Yeah. So I try to tell Horvath, he's like, he's. uh, You have to suffer a little bit. Right. Like, look at the. probably deserves to suck. Look at the Colts. Peyton Manning, Andrew Luck. Yeah. You're damn right you deserve a Philip Rivers, a Carson they, Wentz, a well, Matt Ryan. Of course, they ruined Andrew Luck, so that's even worse. They did. They did. I know. It's, but, yeah, man. I uh, And I think Madison's going to be a really good back. I don't think he's going to be Dalvin Cook mm-hmm. in Dalvin Cook's prime, but Minnesota knows what they have in Madison. I, I don't think they would let Cook walk if if they didn't have faith in Madison. And let's be honest. They have Justin Jefferson, and they got Jordan Addison in the first round. So, I don't think Minnesota's intentions are to run the ball 20, 25 times a game. Do any of these names on that list I just gave you, Dalvin Cook, Zeke, uh, Kareem Hunt, Leonard Fournette, and then Saquon Barkley, Josh Jacobs, franchise tags, that's a little different. But do any of those guys not play in the NFL this year? It's a good question. Uh, I, I almost feel like Leonard Fournette might not. He's just gonna. He's just completely disappeared. I would say there's probably going to be one guy. Yeah, maybe Hunt or Fournette feel like the guy. I don't know, maybe Zeke. Like, I, like, Zeke just ain't it anymore. He just, like, watching him in the playoffs, man. I know. When Pollard got hurt in that San Francisco game, like, the run game was just non-existent. Mm-hmm. Zeke could not break anything for more than four yards. Like, but he, he was just, able to do that at the beginning couldn't. of last season. Like, there was still something there early in the season. It just didn't last long. He just, he, it looks like he's running in quicksand. He just has no burst anymore. None. None of these guys are no. really worth it at this point, which no. is just crazy to think. I so. know.